Welcome to WRL Broadcast. I am Hate Mail. With me today, we have the world-famous Ogre Barbarian. Hello! If you are a long-time listener of the show, the show may not be the show for you, as we are going to be doing an episode. So if you are a brand new player to DCL, or relatively new, been playing a couple weeks, couple months, you will find this episode highly informative. Something we tend to cater towards late game more than anything else. Ogre's done a lot of new content on Gear 8, but something we wanted to do for a good while was kind of just go to the very, very basics and talk through. If you're new to this game, this is a great episode for you to just kind of, we're going to walk through every ounce of the game so you understand it and move forward. Yeah, we wanted to have that video ready that, hey, I'm a new player, what do I start? Here, try this. If that doesn't help, let us know, but it should. So what we're yeah. going to do is we're just going to kind of go through the all the different screens, all the different tabs, just kind of talk through what everything is. So when you go onto your first home starting screen, um, actually back up a little bit, just kind of if you've never played DC Legends before, this game is, like, what's the best way to describe it, a hero collector? It's a hero collector. Yeah, turn-based hero collector. It's, it's an RPG hero collector. Uh, it is very akin to the original Final Fantasies where you're turn-based and you're based on your speed movements. So if you've ever played the Final Fantasies with the ATB bars, you're used to how this game is going to work. And so on this, on this game, the, there's, there's a lot of stuff on the main screen, a lot of buttons. They all kind of do different things. I would say the most important tab, or the tab you'll probably go into more often than anything else, would be the hero tab at the very bottom middle. Yep. So you want to start there, Ogre? Yeah, the Heroes tab is where your roster... So whenever anybody asks about your roster, that's what they're asking for, is your Heroes tab. Um, and it just it houses all of your characters, and you can click on each individual character to go into individual upgrades. We'll kind of cover... Do we want to cover the anatomy now? Yeah, let's go ahead and cover the anatomy. So when you go into your Heroes tab, you'll see whatever heroes you currently have unlocked. After you've gone through the tutorial, I don't remember. What characters do you get in the tutorial again? In the tutorial, after the... Well, okay. So the very first two characters you get are Hal and Zatanna. And then I think you also have uh, Batman unlocked. Or you unlock Batman right as you start the actual campaign. Because you have that first mission where you're Lex Superman beating up on Hal. Um, You unlock Hal from that. You have Zatanna. And then you get Batman at the start as well. Uh, so you start with those three, and then you immediately get Sinestro and Green Arrow and Flash fairly quickly. Uh, so you end up with those six to, to start with. So when you see the characters, you'll notice there's also a filter tab. The filter lets you filter between what's called Affinity and Ogre, if you want to kind of go through what Affinity is before we get... Yeah, so the affinities, by color, you have red, which is physical. Um, don't think too deep into these. Some of these are just like, wait, what? Uh, it just means that they are characters who have an affinity for physical-based violence. So characters like Joker, uh, he has no superpowers of whatsoever. He's a physically, you know, he punches you with a crowbar um, kind of style. Uh, and then you have energy, which is green. These are your uh, superpowered individuals, typically aliens or alien source or uh, biotech. 
is another one that can be uh, energy. And these are the characters like the Lantern Corps, Superman, you know, those are the kind of characters you're going to get out of that. And then the last one is blue, which is mystical. And these are the characters that have, you know, origins drawn in magic and mythology. Uh, these are your characters like Wonder Woman and Zatanna, who have their, you know, ties to either uh, mythos or arcane energies. Uh, and those are where your affinities kind of lie in the game. And where affinities are important in game, you won't need to worry about this too much very early, but pretty, or I guess yeah. fairly quickly. Well, this is this is the rock, paper, scissors of the game. Exactly. So it's it's something to understand. Yeah, so physical uh, strong against mystical, mystical strong against energy, energy strong against physical. So right. you, when you're compiling a roster, you kind of want to, you don't want to go wanna too even heavy. You want to even it out yeah. to extent. You know, you don't want to go all energy, because then you're just going to run into a mystical team that's going to hurt you. There's really no, uh, other than that, other, alien or earthling, female or male, it doesn't really matter. There that's is, just for the blitzes, and if you want to make sure you're evened out on your roster for those. Which I we'll talk about blitzes later. So, and then right, but if like if you know, okay, I'm looking specifically for Ravager. You can go, okay, I want a villain, I want a female, I want an Earthling, and leave all those. And I know it's physical, so I'm gonna clear those, and I'm gonna clear all the other ones, and then it should pop up a very small list for you to look at. And then there's also going to be one slight gear difference between hero and villain, which we'll get into later as well. So let's look. It's a gear, is it a gear difference, though? It's not gear. Well, not gear. It's a... Um, Abilities. Yeah, in their, their the, superpowers. Yeah. A ring. It's called, they're called rings, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Let's start with... Yeah. We'll get into that, actually, now. So let's start with gear. At, <clears throat> a normal characters have the, probably the most important thing to increase your power on a character is your actual gear. Yeah. So, Six slots up in the top left corner. And those and can go all the way to gear 11 from right. gear 1. Right. You start with... Um, so, uh, you have six pieces. Each one of them will increase a basic stat of some sort or a hidden stat. And the difference between those is the basic stats you can see when you click on the character's... Uh, power and stat icon versus the hidden stats you cannot see unless you go into each individual piece of gear and add them all up. Little time consuming to do it. Just know that they're there and they do affect the game slightly. And they're the most important when you were looking at making a character powerful. But as a new player, you want to be careful. You don't want to take just one character all the way to gear 11. Or no, you definitely do not. That can, that can mess you up. A lot of people, you want to kind of you want to keep a team of at least four, preferably six. Right I around, recommend between six and nine. Right around the same level. And so and that's a, a, when you're looking at the bottom left-hand corner, you'll see the levels. A character's max level can be up to 80, which your right. character, you can't... You cannot pass your player level. Correct. So keep that in mind also. So if you're level 52... Your max character, even if you have the materials for it, can only be level 52. There's also an ability you'll notice underneath the character level. It's called Rebirth. Once you have a character level 60, they have to be gear 11 too, correct? No. Or gear 10. I don't think gear matters. Might be 10. I don't know. But they have to be all 5. 
Yeah, they have to be legendary rank five, which if you notice on the bottom right hand corner is the equivalent of rank ten. The ranking system. Let's explain that a little bit. Stars on your characters. Yeah. So you'll, see, uh, you'll see the five stars. Those are each rank. So you can be rank one, two, three, four, five, which unlocks your superpowers, which is in the top right hand corner. Once you're rank five, you can go to legendary. And if you'll notice on your superpowers, each of those skills can be ranked up. They, ascended. They, they can be ascended to a legendary power. Legendary one, which maybe one day they'll be a legendary two. That'd be kind of interesting. Um, but well, some power, some powers have two. That's where that comes in. Oh yeah, that's true. A lot of characters have kind of done away with that, but there uh, are most still characters a who only had four moves and now have five. Uh, there are still a handful of really good ones who do only have four. One of them being Bane, but we'll get into those in a bit. And then. Once you're at Legendary 5, you can do what's called Rebirth. You can Rebirth up to five times. As a new player, don't worry about Rebirth right now. Um, it won't happen anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, the, the resources To be fair, Legendary are... 5 won't happen anytime soon. Yeah, the resources involved are pretty intense. I mean, if, you, if you're if you a heavy spender, um, that's another well, thing to it mention. it depends on how much you want to dedicate yourself to the game. Yeah, the right? time and money, but... Um, yeah. Note that this game, if you are wondering, this game is very, very friendly to somebody who very doesn't friendly. want to spend any money on the game. Like, I've spent a little bit on this new account, but it wasn't even to to do gems and stuff. It was like, literally, I bought the Lex Luthor president skin because I love Lex Luthor as President Luthor. And if you're, um, you're new to the game and you're wondering what Ogre is referring to, he used to have a high account. He hasn't really played it. <laughs> I don't know if you're even... Do you play it at all now? Uh, no, I haven't in the last, like, two weeks. So he, Ogre, like, has been making new accounts lately, and he's having a lot of fun in Gear 8. So, <clears throat> most people, the game kind of starts for them, but not really starts, but they they go to Gear 11, usually go to level 70 to level 80, somewhere in that range, and just yeah. stay there. You can, you can, um, you can kind of say whatever gear rank you want until you feel you're ready to make the next I round. I know people on the Reddit who are Gear 2. Have every character at gear two, but they're like legendary four, and, the and game, they have beaten the entire campaign with le- gear two characters. I'm like, that's insane. <laughs> so there's super, a lot of patience. Superpowers, each one of those you can you can rank those up usually eight or nine times, depending on the first two are typically nine, the last three are typically eight. That is powerful. Those are makes, also tied to your levels. Those are also tied to your levels. That's I would put that as a lower importance to gear. Some powers. Uh, I think it depends on the character and it depends on what power. Because if you look at a character like um, Green Arrow, his basic attack will apply agility downs, but it won't do it right away. You have to upgrade it once or twice. And those are very expensive resource wise to increase. So you want to be a little more picky and choosy and slower. Yeah, you want to be sure. And then that pretty much, I think, covers everything on the main screen. Well, you also have their bio. If you're interested, you can read a little blurb about where the character comes from and uh, stuff like that. You also will see their power score, which is right underneath their stats button. If you wanted to see their stats displayed, you can click on that. and It'll show you what their basic stats are, both their base and their gear level stats. Um, The power level is a culmination of kind of all of those. 
We still haven't figured out the exact number system for that, so don't ask. And power score really doesn't mean a whole lot. In like, if a character has a higher power it, it, score than another, that doesn't mean they're better. It's just right. That that's not what that means. The things that it does affect, we will cover later on as they become relevant. As we're talking about them, we'll say, "Hey, keep your power score in mind. This is what it's going to be relevant to." And also, when you become legendary with a character, your skin changes, and then you can pay a thousand gold to change it back, or it's free when you rebirth a character. In case you're wondering, right? And you or if you unlock skins. a skin, skins have become a newer a feature as of the recording of this episode um that they've had for uh, actually, it's, six months yeah, it's been six months or so that they've had skins so and they've been coming out with some cool new ones so that's something to just pay attention to all right so we yeah. will move out of the heroes tab and maybe start with the campaign because that's what new players are going to spend the majority of their time on yeah the campaign is going to be the one that you probably spend the majority of your time in um at least for the early and mid game You'll spend less time as you go later on until you get into an alliance, and then you'll spend just as much time, if not more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, the campaign is the uh, little, what is it, a triangle? Like yeah. Hal Jordan's standing next well, to Well, no, it's, a, it's like a circular thing that Hal Jordan's standing at, pushing buttons. Oh, right, it's the console. Yeah. Okay. It's right in the middle of the screen. Oh, the triangle's PvP. Yeah. What am I thinking? <laughs> uh, yeah, Hal Jordan is standing next to the campaign icon, so that's the easiest way to identify it, is that you'll have Green Lantern standing next to it. Uh, a cool thing of note, all three of the characters in the Citadel, when you unlock their legendary form, those three characters will upgrade as well. And their skins will change when you change their skins, too. That, yeah, that's... Yeah. So if you, for whatever reason, unlock a Black Lantern skin for Hal Jordan and put the Black Lantern skin on your character that you use, the one in the Citadel is also the Black Lantern skin. So they are directly tied. Which makes me really interested. I want to put other characters in places, but they haven't done that yet. Yeah. (laughs) That's another discussion for another day. Right? (laughs) In the campaign, there's two modes. Normal and heroic. Do they unlock the heroic when you beat them the first time? I can't even remember. You have to beat them on normal. Okay. You have to beat them. You don't have to clear them on three stars. You have to just beat them. So if you barely skinny your teeth get through, you can still go through the heroics. And three stars really means nothing? Like, there's no difference between one star or three stars? The game doesn't care. Uh, Wrong. No? It's whether or not you can speed force it. Oh, okay. So you do have to... And speed force... You've had it three stars for forever, so you don't remember. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it didn't matter a long time ago, but now it... I don't know. It might not have when the game first started, yeah. but yeah. And keep them, this game's almost four years old, but going strong, so. Yeah, no, it's it's not any showing any signs of age, really. It's gotten nothing but better. So. Um, the big thing with heroic mode is that you can then get shards of characters when you hover over them. They will have characters and shards. So you tend to want to stick to heroic modes for characters that you want once you can't afford it and do run it even if it means running lower lower tier areas but just keep in mind the higher they are the more resources they're going to give so when you these are probably the xp meta agents that drop they are what you use to level up your characters and those are extremely rare the further you get yeah the higher in level you get yeah and the final node of normal does yep. drop 
Reed Shepard. It does drop green willpower, which you need to upgrade your superpowers, which we'll kind of get into that in a little bit. You get a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, something I do want to just note real quick. You're going to hear a certain terminology, and we haven't really been explaining ourselves very well yet. If you go on the Reddit, you go on the Discord, you go on the CC, there's certain terminology and uh, shorthands that people are going to use. And the CC is the community center in the game. <laughs> right. That exactly explains my point. Yeah. <laughs> um, some of the terminology you're going to hear us reference, you may not understand right away. We'll do our best to explain it. Like something I want to just touch on real quick. When we were talking about the ranks for the characters, you have 1 through 5, which are referred to as R1 through R5. When you become legendary, which is technically 6 through 10, it's referred to as L1 through L5. When you rebirth, which is 11 through 15, it's RB1 through RB5. Those are just the shorthand. So if you're trying to help everybody understand where you're at and what your character rankings are, understanding that is a big one. And we also have, if you go to the notes section of this episode and any of the episodes, if you're listening to WRL Broadcast, we have a legendary order guide that we recommend. So if you can only get a character to legendary one, these are based... It's geared primarily more towards endgame play, but we rank the legendaries in the most useful to least useful. And it may not apply to you as to what necessarily the best one is, but give it some thought if the one you're looking at is the one we put as fifth, because you may think, hey, you know, I probably... Maybe that isn't as good as it sounds. And we do try to give logic when we're reviewing characters. You know, it's like, hey, we like this on paper, but when we tried it, it wasn't all that useful. Sometimes right. that's the case. So it, there's more to it than that. If you see something that you disagree with, I recommend that you just go to the Reddit, go to the Discord, go to the Community Center, and just ask the question real quick and get the logic behind it if you can't find it. So, so back to campaign briefly. Yeah. When Sorry. you clear the campaign, you get quite a few Superman shards, correct? You get to unlock him, yes. So, just unlock, or is he a little higher than that, I thought? Uh, okay, so things have changed quite a bit since when we first started. When we first started, you just unlocked him. I think it might have got him to five stars. But, anyway, now, when you first start the game, you have a one-month calendar that is supercharged. And, whoo, buddy, you will not see a calendar like that ever again. But it's a supercharged calendar. I highly recommend you log in every day you can. Get all those fragments of Superman. Get all those gems. Get all those resources. Because when you start getting to normal calendars, they're a little different. Every month it changes what character's on it. And the gem values are slightly different. Um, just because in the first month, they give you a ton of stuff. But if you log in with that calendar and you unlock all of the campaign modes... I think you can get a legendary Superman pretty easily. So that's uh, as a new player, that's probably your first goal is just clear the campaign. As that is, you know, uh, I wouldn't say that's your first goal, but it's definitely on the priority list. Yeah, build Fairly up. Your, high. You're going to build your roster to try to try to clear that campaign <clears throat> to yeah. eventually eventually have it done because you're going to run that campaign every day for the rest of your days in DC Legends. 
Because <laughs> so. that's where you get the majority of your resources. Right. And it also, when we get to alliances, it will play a big part of that as well. As well. Exactly. So next up, let's talk about just two quick ones that'll be easy. The collector. The collector. All right, so Justin's collector. Yes. That's where Zatanna is standing. It it either has a little green orb or it doesn't. When it has the green orb, you can touch it and collect the essence. When it doesn't, you can't. And you can click on it, and uh, it'll show you how long until it's charged. Uh, this fully charges in eight hours, and it isn't a ton of resource. It's just something that. They have in the game that's it's cool. Sometimes it'll get you the last couple hundred you need if you don't have any energy to do a campaign mission or something, but most of the time you're going to click it and not even notice what it's doing. Which also, that goes into my next area, which let's move over to the missions tab. Right. This is You're going to click on this a couple of times a day and collect the different missions or figure out what you need to do for your daily tasks. And one of them is to collect essence from that essence collector. Yep. So you're going to do it. <laughs> you get a decent uh, amount of resources from it. And then once you complete yeah. all of them on the first screen, there's legendary missions that give you even harder. Way better. Yeah. It's a little <laughs> harder. harder. Um, some of those to complete, you may have to... You don't have to spend real money, but you have to smartly use your gems, which we'll get into that later as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking for a guide on how to complete these missions and stuff, there are Reddit articles, there are posts in the CC, there are there's resources everywhere to do that. Uh, we're not going to go into it on this because this would make this episode like three hours long. Exactly. <laughs> Next on the list is the Void Scanner. And the Void Scanner is, honestly, I still don't like it because I'm not a fan of casino-style events. Uh, it's basically a little spinner. You spin it, and you get a random reward off of it. They did, uh, in the last couple months, make it more... It's gotten a lot better. No, I, yeah. I agree. Uh, I still... It's, again, just a personal thing. I don't like the RNG. I am not... It's not kind to me. <laughs> I get Blue Hope a lot, which is a very rare resource, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, so I... I okay, I like so it. I want to clarify something about Blue Hope. It is rare for you at your level. It is not rare for me. I have, like, 300 of them sitting there, and I have no green. <laughs> So it just it just depends on where in the game you are. Yeah, certain resources, you're like, oh, I'm never going to use all this. And um, then you suddenly use it all, and you're like, where'd it go? <laughs> yeah, you, you'll suddenly be deprived of certain resources. So, you yeah. know, it, you'll, you'll see as you go along, though, and that really doesn't matter as much. Yeah. Then let's move over to upgrade events, because that is kind of the next. This is your, your big one. The Batman giant monitor computer. You, you really need to pay attention to this screen. Uh, this is the one where you're going to be going every day to collect certain pieces of gear, legendary essence, ability materials, which are those hope rings and will rings that we're talking about. Um, and those are open every day. So for hero Everything's power... Everything's open on <clears throat> Sunday. So yeah, you get a double dip. They're different, they're different cycles. If you want to know where to... If your question is, what should I spend my gems on? This is it. You want the to short spend answer. It on the short answer is the upgrade events. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, there's going to be certain exceptions to the rule, but the upgrade events. The biggest thing is the gear, which you'll see. So, if you say you're working on Hal Jordan, the absolute energy event is the one where you farm green materials. The yeah. best nodes to farm, for the most part, are the first node, third node, and fifth node, depending on which gear you need. The one that gives you mostly guaranteed 
uh, materials. So you can now, when, you, when you're as in an the early hero player. I sorry, go ahead. I want to. Yeah, if you're in the hero tab and you're looking at gear on a character, you can actually click on that gear that you need to farm up, and it will tell you which nodes it's available on. So you can yeah. kind of track how many you need. Mm -hmm. It also indicates which campaign nodes you can farm, which is a great way to augment it and pick up a couple pieces if you need to. It can be a little more expensive to do it that way, but you'll also gain other materials. So it's one it's right. another way this to do it. So getting you XP materials and essence, and you need essence to run the gear events. So, like, it all ties together. You kind of have to balance it. It's really interesting. I love the way the game balances everything because it forces you to kind of think about it if you're going to be a heavy slender. You know, but uh, now you can all also... that aside. I just uh, wanted to cover real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Gear one and two require level one materials. That's it. Gear 3 and 4 require 1 and 2. Gear 5 and up require the third tier of material. Um, now, the tricky part is, in the early game, you're going to be able to clear node 1, clear node 2, and that'll get you your gear 1 and your gear 2 materials. Clear node 3, get your gear 2 materials. You're going to do that pretty easy, um, for the most part. You're going to have a little bit of a problem in the physical event. Node 3 of the physical event is going to wreck you. I promise. <laughs> um, so focus on the energy and the mystic events for gear and gear up those style of characters to help you complete the campaign so that you can farm a little bit of gear for your physical characters from campaign to help you clear out the rest of the campaign event. Or the physical event. Because otherwise you won't be able to do it without being extremely overleveled. Now, on to superpowers in the event. You'll have the essential powers and the fearsome powers. The essential powers, the only difference between the two is that the essential gives you... The, it's the last node. The very last node, which you don't have to worry about until you're, I want to say, level 60-ish around that in that range. Yeah, somewhere in there. Which you probably won't worry about too much. You're going to have... There'll be life energy for hero characters. And then in the... There's a white power, ring. There'll be and the death energy. Yeah. There'll be black ring. Those are pretty rare. <clears throat> you but, don't need a ton of them yeah. per character by comparison to the others. Uh, in the early game, you're going to focus on node 2. And that is all you're going to do. Yeah. And later on, you'll worry about red Red rings, you'll have more than you ever know what to do with. You'll never game. worry about red. Yeah. So blue because is the... Come in from the, the... The red comes in from the login bonus, as well as the void scanner can drop it. You'll have more than enough red, and you should never have to farm farm it for in need of it. You're gonna need the green, the blue, and the white or the black. Yeah, and the blue later game, when you played for a while, would become pretty scarce, but early on, it's usually not too bad. Yeah, early on, I'm not having a problem. I'm having more of a problem getting the green, but I also don't farm it from campaign, so which I probably should. The other main area where you'll spend the majority of your time is PvP. Early yeah. early game, you may not play a ton of it, but it's still... I don't even recommend you play a ton of it in the early, early game. But you Just will... Because, get well, mad. let me explain why. Sure. Um... In the early, early game, if you cross a certain threshold in PvP, 
you will all of a sudden be thrown into the pool, the very deepest end of the pool, where it's all of a sudden whale country. <laughs> and you're going to see teams that are ten times stronger than you, and you're going to be like, well, I can't beat this. Why is the game giving me this? I'm so angry. This game sucks. No, it's because you crossed into the territory where you're now considered one of the top players. Try not to cross that threshold. And that's it's based where... on your power. Before that, it's based on your power level, which, again, I said I was going to warn you when it mattered. Before a certain point, it's based on your power level. After you cross that threshold, it's whoever's in that threshold. And that's where you want to run your two PvP battles for your mission. Right. One of the one of the missions. There's a legendary mission for 27. You probably very early game. You're probably not going to do those. And honestly, the rewards you're getting that in the early game, you don't need them because it yeah. gives you a couple of hope rings and a rage ring. Once you're able to do them, yep. I mean, you want to start stacking up those hope rings because those will become a, a roadblock later. But oh, yeah. yeah, when you're no, very if you early, if you have them. if you have the intention of taking your roster. To gear 10, gear 11, you're absolutely going to. But by the time that you're actually trying to do the 27 missions, you probably already have a gear 9, gear 10 roster, and you're able to compete in PvP a little bit better. So that's when it becomes relevant anyway. So, And that's where, if you're looking at the different energies that you get, there is... There's going to be... Basic blue energy. The basic blue energy that's going to use to run your missions. Yep. That, and then you're going to have arena energy, which is what you'll use for red PvP. light and bolt. Yep. And then the speed force is just so you once you have you've three starred or have there's certain items in the even in the right. um, if you three star any campaign or upgrade event, you can now speed force it to just click it collect the materials that you would have gotten by running it. And trust me, later on, once it becomes trivial content for you, you'll be, you'll love having this. Yeah. So in PvP, there's multiple modes. If you're, once you have a roster that can semi-compete, the gem blitzes can get you a decent amount of gems by not... Even if you're just getting to the 100 points, you're getting 750 gems for very, very little effort. So you definitely want to, you want to do that. Wraith Arena is going to be, you know, where you get new shards for newer characters, but it's not as important. Or not newer characters. There's every week. There's new. There's a new it character. mostly is new characters for the players in the early yeah. game. They're they're older play, uh, characters in a lot of cases, and they're characters from the previous month, but they're not. Um, they're usually they're, they're gonna be characters you won't have. Yeah. Then you'll also earn uh, what the essence called. I can't remember the name of it. Battle essence. Battle essence, where you there is red essence. And you'll be able to purchase things with that, which we'll get into in just a little bit. And then in the shop, yeah. there is another type of blitz, uh, showdowns, where you can earn shards showdowns. of characters. Character. The, and again, you want to just at least get the 100 points to get, I think it's like 60 frags for free. Like, that's that's a rank 3 character. That's, let's do it. Yeah, so that lets you unlock characters that you may want. And these characters... Uh, one of the things that's good or bad, however you want to look at it, is that sometimes certain characters, it may be a good while before you see a character again. So you don't, yeah. if you have well, the opportunity to pick up fragments, you want to grab them. Part, part of the reasoning on that, there's 134 characters in the game currently. Yeah, there's a ton. Of As characters. of this month. So, I mean, it's not like there's any shortage. 
So if you find somebody that you really like and there's a blitz or something on for them, go hard if you can. You may not get another chance for a couple of months or six months or a year, depending on what it is. Like, that's just how the game goes sometimes. The last tournament type that we didn't mention was called Siege. This is the end game PvP mode. If you're able to compete and gain a couple, you know, gain a little bit in there, like with all the other PvP modes, get as far as you can. You are limited in energy you can do. You're limited in energy you can buy per day. So it's... I do not recommend you buy energy for this particular... No, definitely not. Not You can buy energy for regular PvP, for blitzes, for, for showdowns and whatnot. Siege, don't even touch it until you fully understand what it entails. Yeah, I mean, you can use your energy every day just so it doesn't get wasted. Um, oh, no, no, absolutely do that because you're getting a free shard every day, too, from the legendary mission for so, that Siege character. So so it's worth it. The difference between the PvP modes is the Mystic Gem Blitz has a fixed point scoring system that you can just continue to run and move up. Wraith Arena, it bases more on power level, so... There, you'll see some discussion on the message boards. I wouldn't worry about this right now, but if you get too strong, you get lower points, and it yeah. kind of is a big... It won't matter to you until you're into that level 60 gear 10-ish range again. Right. So you should understand the game by then. And then Siege is very fixed scoring, and then you're punished for every time you lose a character significantly. And it's, yeah. you know, it's... it's in... It is the end game content. Yeah, it is the end game content of the game. So that is PvP. Now let's talk about red alerts. Okay, so this is the beautiful, beautiful red alerts. This is where the majority of your early game farming is going to happen. Guaranteed. And I'll even go over specific characters here uh, that you're going to want to focus. And this is the team that you're going to run. And you're going to always run it. And you're going to be happy. You're going to love it. It's going to be great. Um, red alerts. You're going to go through 12 nodes. You're going to get essence, essence gems, and character shards. First two are essence. The third one's gems. The fourth one's character. It follows that pattern. First character, first gems is what? 30? 30 gems first. I don't know. How 40, many, if you clear the whole thing, how many gems 50. do you get total? 30, 40, 50, because it's 120 total. Okay, that's what I thought. And it's a decent 30, 40, amount of 50. shards, too, you get. And then the shards is 5, 12, and 25. So it's a lot of shards. Those 25s almost unlock every character that you can get. There's a couple of exceptions with Deathstroke and White Lantern Sinestro, which take 90. And I th- think even Arcus take 90, now that I'm thinking about it. And Arcus is a coveted character you're going to want. Arcus <laughs> is a very coveted character. He's one of those go-to characters that you're going to want. He's insane. Uh... At the time so one thing, one thing, one thing of note is you're gonna want to spend the 300 gems to reset red alerts on certain days for certain characters. The characters of note at the 25 shard slot are Arcus, Etrigan, possibly Power Girl. Those are like the big three. Any other character, if you like the character, you've been playing for a month or so, and you understand that this is a character that you want, go ahead, feel free to go ham and 
reset a couple times, get a few extra shards. And so you know, it, those, it moves those up three, three are definitely. It's three hundred gems each time. When you've been playing the game a long time, this is one of the cheapest methods to get extra shards. So this is if you're spending gems, or if you're well, willing... not not only that, but you're gaining the hundred and twenty. So yep. it's only a hundred and eighty gems to get an additional what forty two fragments total. Yep. <clears throat> so by far the best value in the game on shards or fragments, however you want to call them, versus uh, energy and time and all the other things that you spend. It's a very short 12, 12 matches, and you get a lot out of it. As early game characters, what would be early game characters you'd want to focus on to be able to clear all 12 red alerts? Okay, so the very, very first character you're going to want to focus on as soon as you have the opportunity Go into regular campaign, start farming, survival support suit Lex Luthor. He has a leadership ability. He's the only character to have a leadership ability at rank four, four stars, total of 90 shards. And you want, you want that. You and absolutely he's good, even, and he's not even just good, he's fantastic, even in endgame, so. Yeah. And the reason that you want him is because his leadership ability, when it is unlocked, uh, every time a character buffs on your team, your entire team receives an overheal. An overheal gives you a second bar of health. Very important when you're trying to do a survival mode like Red Alert. Because um, in, in Red Alert, your health and your turn meter, when characters yeah. can and go... And your cooldowns. And all your cooldowns carry over. Between fights, yep. So it's a survival mode. So you do get to pick which one you're fighting, which is the nice part. So we'll go into how to select in a little bit. Um, one thing I did about you, Red Alerts, too. When your character dies, they're dead forever until you reset. So if you lose a character, that's why healing and shields... Hal Jordan's another good pick if you don't have Lex yet. He yeah. does carry his shields over, so that mm -hmm. helps you survive. Yeah, those are both really good leaders. I recommend Lex over Hal, but if you only have Hal, Hal is still a very good leader. If you have him at rank 5. Um, other characters that you're going to want, if you're building the Lex team, you're going to want Etrigan, you're going to want Arcus. Those two, just flat out, are the best DPS, but they also sustain themselves with either overheal or shielding, depending on which one you're using. Both of them, absolutely amazing. And they're monsters even in the highest levels of the game. Yeah. So they're just, they're all around good. They're going to be amazing in campaign as well. So do not be afraid to spend a few extra gems to get more shards of them. It'll be well worth your time. Promise. Uh, the fourth character is going to sound a little bit odd until you start thinking about it, until I start explaining it. Hey, Mel, you're going to be like, what? Uh, Dr. Fate. Yeah, I guess I could see that. Well, let me explain why here. He's an early, early source of heal immunity on his basic, no less, uh, that also provides a shield that has a buff. And it's a very large shield. Which, actually, so. we should talk about the different buff types and debuff types here shortly, but let's finish the screen before we go through that, because we only got a yeah, couple like us left. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. So um, the... Okay, so the shielding is a percentage, and it's just... 
if your health is 3,000 and you get a 50% shield, your shield value is 1,500. That's just a baser level of how to look at it. Uh, so it's really important. Dr. Fate drops like 30-some-odd percent shields. It's huge. So, no, but he also buffs, which lets Lex Trader to overheal. Overheal goes on under the shields. So that's also important. These are your abilities to sustain. You have Lex and Dr. Fate sustaining you while Arcus and Etrigan are just beating everything in the face. One Go of ahead. the other Sorry. core sections is the hero challenges. This mm -hmm. is probably, I would say, one of the most important things you want to try to do. Each month there is a free character that if you're able to complete the entire event, there's two versions. Um, once you complete both, there's once you're able to complete both, you could actually take a character as high as Legendary 5. You have to get all days of login, too. Yeah, between between that and all the days of logins, you can go to Legendary 5. Because each event is 500 shards if you complete everything, and then the login calendar is 100. So. One of the other events that they do is they'll do a challenge for one of the characters, usually from the previous month that was reworked so they take yeah. they take two characters every month they release two new characters every month one's free and one is earned through the siege tournament we call it free but it's the one you get from the character event yeah i mean it technically could be free i mean it's, i guess it's not really it's basically free. free you just have to work for it yeah and then they they get to take two additional characters that maybe weren't as good or not as good to characters and they needed some love they retool them and make them better. So those characters, usually one of those two from the previous month ends up being a challenge. You can farm... Typically it's the more rare one, but that doesn't always hold. Yeah, you, it's kind of whatever one they pick. But they do... You can run it every single day, and then you can repeat it if you want, the final the final node on there, and gain shards. This is a very You can repeat any node, actually. It's just you, you don't want to repeat anything but the final node. Unless you can't beat it, and you really want that character, so right. So there's exceptions to everything. So and this, you this is one of the most cost-efficient ways to gain a character up. So it's especially the end-game players that want to take characters extremely high in rebirth. Um, this is really the best way to do it. Yeah. And then they also do a one other type of event where you can defeat it on. Well, there's an easier version and there's a harder version. And you get a fixed amount of shards, which I think there's quite a few things. What is it? 450? 550 if you complete both. Yeah. So if it's a character you want, even if it's a character you don't want, I would recommend doing them if you have the resources. Get as far yeah, as you can. Yeah, at least a little bit. Because you never know when a character will fit a certain comp or become a character that you want. And these events are the best, in most inexpensive ways to get characters. So you want to try to run them. They usually are pretty quick. You can do them in you know, a short amount of time, and they only come, you know, once a month. They do these events every single month, and, you know, very, very cost-effective. You'll you'll thank us later if you have been ignoring them, and you're relatively new. Yeah, and when you're real new, these aren't going to be easy. They're going to be hard. You're not going to get a lot of fragments. Uh, the, the thing is, is that you're expanding the roster. The bigger the roster you have, 
the better off you're going to be because every one of these events that we're mentioning has a limited roster of availability. There's only certain characters that can go into some of these things. So that's why we're saying you want to unlock characters. You never know when you're come to an event and be like, oh my god, I have nobody I can use. Why is this? Because that's how it goes. Like They have to put some sort of restriction on it, so unlocking anybody you can is very important. The other tab on the main screen is the Teams tab. This is just where you can kind of build teams and just set together different teams. We'll get into team building here in a few minutes. Most of the time, you're not using the actual tab. Most of the time, you're actually building the team in the PvP screen or in the event screen. or You're not even using the, the tab, unfortunately, a lot. So. Yeah, but it it's there serve a lot if of you want it. Yeah, you can kind well, of... Well, I mean, it's, it's, I used it a lot when I was doing my uh, crazy comps. Yeah. Because I would just flip through the different teams and have them already preset. There's also but, a mail tab in the upper left-hand corner. The game, this yep. is how they communicate with you with the newsletter. There's a social media tab. They tend to use Reddit a lot. So Reddit, if you're not on Reddit, I recommend getting on Reddit. You'll learn a ton of information. We have a really, really good community in this game. Like, really good yeah. community. Best ga- in any game I've ever seen. When The next thing you want to check out once you're what level do you have to be to join an alliance 30 no no no, no. uh between 20 and 30 yeah somewhere between <clears throat> excuse me somewhere between 20 and 30 alliances you want to join as soon as you're able you can just even if you get into a garbage one just yeah just get in one because you're going to get resources from it this is where we kind of talk about you want to have as many characters as possible because when you're in an alliance, you have there's daily events that you're going to run to earn alliance essence and for your alliance to gain a stack ranking. So you'll see when you join an alliance, you'll see an alliance tab. They'll have missions to run with your alliance. There's certain characters that are worth five points, others are worth two points, then other ones that are worth one. When you run missions, not speed force, but you actually run um, heroic missions, you gain these points. And those points... Or PvP battles, depending on the day. Yeah, depending and it, on... It, it shares it with you which one it is. So. And then you'll earn Alliance Essence, which there's an Alliance shop where you can buy shards of characters, you can buy gear, you can buy... There's all kinds of stuff you can buy in there. So it's you, literally one of the best resources you can get. And this... There's a limited time offers that happen every four hours, and then there's packs you can buy. And when you're in a good Alliance, you get tons of this stuff. Um, I mean, yeah, absolute tons it's of it. Really useful because it has a what is it? Twenty four, you know, twenty, twenty characters that you can pick from in the offers or randomly pull in the packs. There's like twenty characters, which is huge because most of them, I think, there's one or two of them that you can farm in campaign, but the rest of them are all pretty rare. Yeah, you so, get twenty twenty fragments out of twelve heroes, and on the on the large packs and then um yeah there's 12 total there's four common four uncommon four rare oh i don't know why i was thinking it was more and then same thing for the arena packs when you get arena battle essence you can you can purchase it you don't have the daily purchase but you can buy packs that have there's 12 different characters there's common uncommon and rare a lot of times the common characters are really good characters that you'll need for the game um, one of the ones yeah. that's in these packs is harley quinn mad jester She's an extremely good 
early game taunting and, character. And I don't care what anybody said. Cyborg is good. Yeah, Cyborg, especially <laughs> early game Cyborg is very good. Because he can take out Harley. <laughs> <laughs> so so these, these are things to keep so, in mind. If you don't have the characters, it's very hard to earn. So you want to get at least get the characters unlocked. You can have three strong characters and then you know run that character very weak where you don't have them very geared to kind of get at least some points. So it's something to think about. And also, being in Alliance just makes the game way more fun. Most There is an in-game chat feature. It's pretty terrible. But most most good alliances, or most alliances, have a Discord or line chat or some, some other chat vehicle. Some so, other chat, yeah. And that leaves us into the last large game mode, which this one is one that you'll, you'll see once a month. You have to be level 30 to participate, and that is raids. Yep. These are not like raids you see in some games. Um, you'll get you can spawn bosses by doing doing your normal stuff. Yeah, doing your normal stuff. It doesn't you don't spawn bosses from PvP, but from any PVE centric event, um, farming materials, so upgrade events, the campaign. And those will boss, spawn bosses. These bosses will randomly spawn. You'll get solo bosses. There's a solo leaderboard. They drop. XP meta agents. It's a very, very good for resources. Can get expensive, yes. but it can also you... get tedious. Yeah, it's but crazy. the amount of resources that you gain from this, holy cow! It's huge. So, and then there's alliance bosses. So that's why you want to be an alliance because there's an alliance leaderboard. If you make it, you know, to a certain threshold, you get lots of shards of the character that gems. was available on siege. You'll get gems. You can get all kinds of stuff. So it's legendary essence, tons of valuable, valuable resources. And legendary essence—that's how you rank a character up. So from rank one to legendary one, you'll need legendary essence. It's pretty inexpensive in the early legendary ranks, but to go to legendary five, it's a tremendous amount of legendary essence. Yeah. And we didn't even cover any of the basics on how many frags to get to wear and anything like that. If you're looking for any of that stuff, there are breakdowns on Reddit, on the community center for all of that. Uh, and you'll see it, it gets more and more. It requires more and more as you get each each one higher. Uh, yep. the, um, so the, the raids are definitely worth doing. Participate as much as you can when you're in a top tier alliance. Your entire life goes Just, to them for four days. So. I mean, that's your fault, not mine. <laughs> so that can get a little tedious. So, like, if you're in a good alliance and you're having communication, you're going to have a lot of fun with raids. Yeah, it's... Just it's, because everybody's like, oh, God, there's another boss! <laughs> Kill it! Do something! You can also it's earn skins from it, but you do have to rank pretty high. Um, yeah. So that you'll worry about that later. The other tabs on your screen is the community center this is just basically an in-game forum lots of good information especially if you're a newer player there's a lot of stuff on there um you can go in you can chat with people you can you know post whatever ask for advice tips people are generally very friendly in this game then there is one other tab that was recently added as of the time of this recording which is the ads feature it seems a little you know gimmicky ignore the offer wall Unless you see something there you really want to buy and get some free gems. But the main thing is, is there's video rewards. And it's a decent amount of green essence and gems. So you can get 3,000 gems that per month. 15,000 essence a day? That's which 15, is not insignificant. 15, 30, so it's... 
Oh, it's forty-five thousand a day. Yeah, forty-five. That's a lot early game. A lot, and it what is it like a hundred gems? Yeah, so basically it will take you two and a half minutes to get through all of them. So it's not well, too bad. you have to like a five minute wait between each one, but yes. <laughs> so like, it's... do a, do an ad, go do something else real quick. Do an ad, go do something else. Do an ad, go do something else. Uh, you'll get through them real quick. They're super thirty second ads that you probably have seen on YouTube anyway. Uh, I've noticed myself, my ads are almost exactly the same as my YouTube ads. Yeah. So. But it's, um, you know, it's definitely, it's definitely worth your time just because it's a decent amount of resources. And then I would say the, let's talk about what characters you want to focus on. You mentioned a couple of them, Etrigan, Arcus, Power mm-hmm. Girl from Red Alerts. What about Lex Luthor? What about characters you want to farm on heroic nodes? All right. So the campaign characters that I recommend are Lex Luthor, obviously, Hal Jordan, uh, Cheetah, Chemo, uh, Green Arrow, and Cyborg. I think are probably the good ones. Um, and then if you get later on in Chapter 5, Chapter 6, uh, Dr. Fate and Hot Girl are both really good. And then when you get to Chapter 8, finally, Black Adam. Yeah, Black Adam's a powerhouse. I mean, he's so and he's great. the literal last node. So it's going to be a while before you get there. And he's 50 to unlock. Once you get him unlocked, he's probably not even useful because the rest of your roster is going to be so advanced. Get him to Legendary 1, and he will become a powerhouse. And judging by the amount of how long this episode's already gotten, do you want to do a part two for the, um, you know, all the different attributes, debuffs, buffs, etc.? Yeah, we can do a, a separate episode for breaking down like stats and buffs and buffs and stuff. Yeah. So once you've listened to this episode, you know, stay tuned. This is to just part all two. the basics. Yeah. Stay tuned to part <laughs> two, and we'll talk about that so you understand what those those abilities are and kind of what. Maybe we'll talk about a little bit like early basic PvP comps, and I'll get a little bit into that nitty gritty. And if you have any other questions about this game, yeah, just yeah, feel free to leave them in the comments. Leave, we'll you know answer them. Leave them in the comments. And be, be sure to like and subscribe. Discord and you you know Reddit and stuff. You can always find us there too. So, and then we have um, be sure to like and subscribe our YouTube channel. It's YouTube. Slash WRL broadcast. And I mean, if they're watching this, I can just hit subscribe. Yeah. Or if you're <laughs> listening to this on SoundCloud, or if they're on audio, that's different. Yeah. On audio, we will have a uh, video version. So we do we do all the new characters. We do all kinds of we have all kinds of resources. A lot of it, like we said, is geared towards later game. But Ogre does do lower level stuff on YouTube frequently. And then you also at least get an idea of how these characters perform. Higher game, see if it's somebody you like, character you're interested in. So you can kind yeah. of get some... Get some and there's nothing it. wrong with using a character because you like the way they look or you like their lore. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing saying you can't do that. Yeah, you can you make can just about any make character work. Yeah. So, there's a handful that are a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> there are a handful that are much harder to make work than others, but for the most part, you can make just about everybody work. And they'll eventually get reworked if they're that bad. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, if Blue Beetle is your favorite character, go for it. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. I mean, I might, but... 
it, it, you might you might struggle a little bit if Blue Beetle is your favorite character or Ra's al Ghul. Those two are in particularly bad place at the moment, but they'll eventually. And again, we also we I mean, you look at Kemo, who after three years finally got his rework from literally worst character in the game by most people's standards to an amazing top tier character. Now all of a sudden, so I mean, it does happen. So. Like, may not be usable right now, but in the future, they may be great. Who knows? By the time you hear this video, Ra's al Ghul and Blue Beetle may be meta. We don't know. <laughs> exactly. So, as of the recording of this is June 7th, 2020. We are recording this, so things may have slightly changed if you're listening to this a year from now. But also keep, if you listen to this the day it released, keep an ear out for part two, or we go into buffs, debuffs, and a few other items that may be very useful for newer players. And with that, I think we'll uh, sign off. Yeah, sounds Thanks good. Thanks for listening. Hey, I'm Josh Urars. Thank you for listening to the WROL broadcast. If you like the show, consider becoming a patron. Just go to patreon.com slash broadcast and get early reviews on new characters. And for even more Legends action, check out my daily stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash where you can learn some great strategies and chat with the best players in the game.